The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Let's go to the phones, the Irish Network's hotline. Let's talk basketball, Maryville basketball with Coach Poceres, who is the head coach there at Maryville College. Coach, good morning, my friend. Good morning, man. How you doing? Man, we wonderful, man. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Your your, your basketball program, man, is, is, is booming right now. A lot of success. I know you're having a lot of fun, but Merry Christmas to you and, your, and yours. Thank you, man. Likewise to you guys and, and the guys on the show. Coach, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> man, uh, last year you guys had a nice season considering all the circumstances with COVID. Didn't play the amount of games that you wanted to play, but in the games that you did play, you know, did a really, really good job. Um, what has been the difference this year to last year? I mean, the obvious COVID is, you know, we have learned how to deal with COVID and play with COVID, um, but – what has been the difference with your difference with your roster, with the with the mindset, with some of your your starting players? Uh, what has been the difference from last year to this year, in your opinion, Coach? Man, just another year of maturation of the team. Um, you know, last year we won the regular season and conference tournament championship, and when you're coming into this year, there would be higher expectations for this group. And you know, we kind of talked about it in the preseason to to take those high expectations as a privilege, you know, and not as real as pressure. Um, you know, it's exactly what we want to be as a program. And, um, you know, so far the guys have, you know, have answered the bell and, you know, we're doing the things we need to do on both ends of the floor to, you know, to start off 9-1, and 1-0 and in the league. And, you know, um, when the rankings come out probably next week, probably be top 15 in the country. Um, so, and so far so good. You know, we just got to, like anything else, very cliche way to go about it, but, taking one practice at a time, one film room session at a time, one weight room session at a time. So um, everything will take care of itself if we do what we got to do. Game winning shot. Not too long ago, Coach, um, from from one of Knoxville's own, uh, you had a game winning shot um, over, over uh, who was that against? Hamden-Sydney. Hamden-Sydney, that's right. Miles Rancic from uh, Webb High School with the – Game winning shot in that moment, huge moment. I always love those moments because you get the team and you know celebrating and and uh, you know piling up on uh, the the player who who had the game winning shot. But just a really cool moment there uh, as you guys were two and zero in the weekend in the state of Virginia. Yeah, man, big shot by Miles. He, he's actually um, one of our better players. He transferred in from we had two Division one transfers himself and uh, Chase Ridenour from. Uh, uh, from Tennessee Tech, Miles came to us from from ETSU, but um, really, really good player um, who struggled actually all night. But uh, he has hit game winners before. He actually hit a game winner for us last year, and um, you know, just went to him on that final play. It was either going to be him or our point guard at the time. Our point guard was J.R. Sanders was having a really good game, and you know, we had our, our best post player um, Felix Uadiale from from um, down in Jordan, the Georgia area, had fouled out, so. It had to go to one of those two guys, and you know, and uh, you know, it's good when they make those shots. They make me look like a better coach. <laughs> <laughs> coach, I'm curious about your thoughts on trying to get 
basketball players nowadays to play defense. Do you find it difficult to to get younger players to to buy into playing defense in an era where it's all about you know highlight dunks on TikTok and and AAU ball and getting up and down the floor? I mean, it, do you find it hard to coach defense nowadays? Um, man, I'll, I'll give it to you this way: if if they don't understand the value of playing defense, they can't play for us. So <laughs> it's going to be real simple because you know why? Where you're going to be? You're going to be sitting next to my assistant and the rest of your teammates on the bench. Um, man, it's it's part of the game and. Um, you know, you just, I, I think in the recruiting process, you have to evaluate the programs that, you, that you're recruiting these kids from and, and seeing if they're being taught the right way. And uh, if they come from a man-to-man defensive um, program, you know, I, I try not to recruit guys that, you know, strictly just play zone in high school because it takes them a really long time to, to understand the importance of man-to-man and the positioning and what it takes. And, you know, we're we're traditionally 90% man-to-man. Um, so it, it, that's really, really important to me in the recruiting process for, for, for a young man to come from a, a program that teaches man-to-man defense properly. Coach Bracera is here in the Swain event, uh, head coach at Maryville College. Uh, coach, you, you guys have a, a big tournament coming up, uh, the Las Vegas Invitational. What's the message from you, your team, as you are approaching a, another tournament, um, looking to, you know, Go undefeated again. What's the what's the message Man, from you, Coach? I think I'm I'm lucky that I'm not taking a guy like Swain to Vegas. I know that. That's one thing. <laughs> you lucky, Coach. I'll be breaking we curfew. We'd <laughs> be in trouble. Breaking curfew uh, all day. <laughs> they better be on their best behavior. No, it's it's you know, it's an incredible trip for us. You know, we've been invited to it. It's an invitation only tournament. I think five of the top uh, twenty five teams in the country will be there. So it, it's a great, great way for us to showcase our institution you know, our program, our guys at a national level. But, we'll, you know, we leave on the 26th. We'll be there for four days, uh, play two games there against the team from uh, Washington and California. So, you know, it's a really unique experience for us. But, you know, continuing to hopefully play the right way and, you know, continuing to get better as we get into conference season here in January. Coach, it feels like just yesterday we had you on and you had just taken over the the job as, as head coach, and, and now you're three, four years into it. it just, yeah. I mean – where do you feel like you, you've changed uh, since you've taken over the job and just kind of when you think back and think of where you were individually when you took over the job, just, just where are you now? Yeah, I think uh, I've seen growth um, as a coach. I think developing relationships. My wife has always been big on that. She's the best coach in the house. Uh, she always reminds me of, you know, relationship building, and that's really, really important. You know, you're only going to get the most out of your guys if you truly get to know your guys. And I think every year I've done a little bit better job in that, spending a little bit of extra time, whether it's in the film room or just meeting with them, you know, not, not necessarily basketball stuff, right? Um, I think I've done a pretty good job of that um, as, as every year has come. And, man, you got to continue to do that and continue to work on my craft and um, getting better on both sides of the floor and teaching the game um, better each and every year. So, uh, man, I, I hope that uh, I can continue in that growth phase, which is the most important phase, right? You don't want to uh, plateau because if you plateau, the only thing left is, is the decline and, and and the death of a program. So I want to stay in that growth phase. For sure, for sure. Coach Bucera is here on the Swain event. Uh, Coach, I know a lot of your attention, most of your attention is on your basketball team, but did you happen to catch Tennessee's game last night against I, Arizona? I did. You, you wanna be, I'm going to be honest with you. 
it's the first co- full college game I've been able to watch all year. Um, I sat down, had me some pizza, and uh, <laughs> checked out the Vols last night. Um, they started fast, had a little bit of a lull there uh, to, to in, in between that second half, but but they found a way, man. Folky was uh, Folky was special last night. The ebbs and flows, man. Basketball is a game of runs, and you know when you are on the I guess the the given side of jumping on a team early like Tennessee was able to do yesterday. Uh, what's what's your message to your basketball team? If you're Rick Barnes, and obviously you've been in that position as a player and as a coach where you jump out fast on a team, uh, what's your message to your team to understand that, uh, you know, it's a, it's a full it's a full game. It's a full, full 40 minutes. Yeah, I think the biggest concern for me if I was in that game yesterday, which they saw, Arizona is a really – good offensive team and you knew that they were going to at some point hit shots and get back into the game they're just too talented and you just had to weather the storm um you know and, and continue to play what you know at, at tennessee's pace that, that was the biggest difference yesterday tennessee has a different pace than than how arizona truly wants to play and i think that affected um arizona and tennessee's defense man at the end of the day um it's about defense when you get, if you're going to make a run in the NCAA tournament. And Tennessee has that. Tennessee is in your face. They got the right length. Um, you know, I can't say Olivier's last name, but I thought Olivier <laughs> brought a, a level of mm. toughness yesterday, a little bit of nastiness mm-hmm. that you need, um, you know, as the season goes on and they get into SEC play. and You know, um, they'll shoot it a little bit better, um, you know, um, I think Victor Bailey is going to come in clutch. I just have that feeling as a coach, just watching him play. I know he didn't give many minutes last night or opportunity, but they're going to need outside shooting um, as they get into the SEC tournament. I mean, SEC schedule. But uh, man, I just I love the way they started because they punched them in the mouth early, and then when they made a little bit of a run, they punched them again, and it just felt like Arizona could never, you know, truly. Um, you know, like really take a substantial lead and really grow from that and build from that. So, Coach Swain mentioned the Las Vegas Invitational that you all will be participating in next week, and then your next home game is January 4th versus Brevard at 5 p.m. Just as as you all look to build on your 9-1 and start, just, just what needs to take place over this holiday break and then coming back and going out to Vegas, just what steps need to make? need to take place in order to, to make sure you all take that next step to, to hit the, the stretch during the, the stretch run? Yeah, I think uh, valuing possessions more than we are right now. You know, I, and I don't want to bore you guys to death with numbers and stuff. We're, you know, we're, we're averaging over 80 points a game and allowing under 65, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we lead our league in field goal percentage defense and three-point percentage defense. You know, we got to continue to play the defense we're playing right now. Um, while taking care of the basketball, we lead our league. We only we turn the ball over only eleven game, uh, eleven times a game. So we got to continue to value possessions, um, value quality of shots. Um, and, and if we can do that, you know we're a very unselfish team. We, we almost have seven guys right now averaging double figures, um, and, and that's really important because the ball is not sticking. The ball has energy and it's moving. And um, you know that's that's the way I want to coach, and that's the type of kids I have. You know. Um, so for us, it's continuing to do. I know it sounds cliche-ish, but it is. It's, you got to continue to work on the fundamentals of the game um, and, and not beat yourself, right? If we're going to talk a little football here, why is Alabama consistently so good? I know Tennessee fans hate hearing it, but <laughs> it's the truth, right? Mm-hmm. Alabama does not beat themselves. 
Yep. And, it, you know, that, that goes for any program that wants to be really good. That, that's what you have to do. And, you know, eliminating those breakdowns and, um, you, know, I, you know, we'll continue to hopefully do those little things that, that uh, give you a chance to, to be there when it's all said and done, to hopefully win a conference championship and, and play in another NCAA tournament. What I'm looking forward to is the invitation from uh, from you to the Swain event for co- uh, front row seats at, at, at the next Maribel home game <laughs> so we can come with our signs and get rowdy um, so we can create a home court advantage for you, man. We we want to come and check you out. I know I, at least I I want to, and, and um, you know, Ben's close close to Maryville. Oh, I'd, I'd love to come out there. But I think, Coach, see, Swain ha- has been trying to get Tony Vitello, Tennessee's baseball coach, to let him throw out a first pitch. Oh, I think we need to have, like, a first three-point attempt. Don't do that. Or, or dunk attempt or no, something like that. And, and, that. and let Swain do, like, the first I, dunk attempt. <laughs> I know Swain. I know he had a great career. If Swain can slap the backboard right now, it'd be a miracle. We're gonna we're gonna gonna keep it simple. Maybe we'll invite y'all and have both of y'all do a little three point shootout at halftime on one of our games in front of our our good crowd. Um, You know, we've had some DJs in the building in our our last home game. Uh, We've had some really good crowds, man. This you know how it is. This community, Um, East Tennessee is great. Um, They really support their their teams and. You know, we're really encouraged about this second half of the year and getting more people in the seats. And, man, love to have you guys come down, man. Um, that, that would be great for our institution. There's great things going on. we got a new president um, who has really brought great energy um, to our school. We've got a new AD as well. And we've had some really nice renovations. We just had a, you know, a really nice film room um, completed in, 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 our gym, you know, in our gym. And uh, there's just some really, really nice things going on right now on campus. Yeah, let's do it, man. I want to be – let me be the hype man. Like Tennessee has their hype man in between timeouts. Let me be the hype man. I'm like, Maryville College, Maryville College, T-shirts. Who wants T-shirts? Who wants T-shirts? That's what I want to I love do. It. I want to be the, I want to be the hype event, man. Dwayne Event T-shirts. Yeah, I want to be the hype man. Let me be the hype man, Coach. Yeah, because I don't, I I don't want to embarrass Swain in a three-point contest in front of all those people. Boy, stop. Ben, you know, that would be not, ben you're not a nice guy. You're always you're, – that's, you, that's why you're his right-hand man. You're a nice guy, <laughs> I'd like to think so, although I'm uh, I'm capping, as the, the kids would say, because Swain Swain may not be able to get up and, and dunk anymore, but uh, that little flick of the wrist is, is still still wet. It's still there. It's still there. It's still there. <laughs> I've, I've learned that the only time that I can beat him when we go play one-on-one is after we've played three or four games. That's good. That's good, That's good scouting. <laughs> <laughs> get tired, man. Get tired, man. Got to get in shape. Uh, coach, man. Let's do this thing again, and uh, we are looking for the invitation. I'll be checking my, my email from, um, you know, from, from Mr. Painter for our VIP invitation to come to the game and sit courtside, man. I'll, I'll be waiting for it. We'll do it. That's not a problem at all. John Painter, is, uh, as you well know, you worked with him. He's one of the best um, in the industry, man. We'll, we'll definitely uh, um, get that going for you for sure. Heck, yeah, man. So happy for you. Congratulations, Coach. Good luck in Las Vegas. Hope y'all blow the doors off of everyone you play. Let them know we play a little basketball down here in the South. So let them know, Coach. You got it, man. Hey, thanks again for having us, man. It means the world to to me, my kids, and my program, and obviously our institution. So I appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Coach Placeres here on the Swain event, head coach of Maryville College. Let's go. Let's go, East Tennessee. Let's go. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. We will take a a quick timeout, hour number three here 
Powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Hour three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to atfcu.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865 382 7007 42nd Street Brand Strategy Design Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup or if you don't feel like leaving the house then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics. So we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knox Hill for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you, so you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. 
Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. IrisNetworksUSA.com. Three here on the Swain event. Swain event is fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America, 865-255-03. Let's get to the Irish Network's hotline. Let's bring in Buck Nasty. What's up, Buck Nasty? Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A little home alone. I like it. Uh, let me ask you boys a question now. I ain't flown in an airplane in a long, long time. But I was wondering if, if this new modern age that we got here, if they got airplanes that, that lay down completely flat where you can lay on your stomach. I'm, I'm sorry, what? While, while inside of the airplane? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can do that in a private jet. Well, I didn't know because Arizona's going to have a hell of a ride home after that spanking they got last night, son. <laughs> I think they already back. I, but that, but that blue cheeks are very sore. That's for sure, man. They call a fat L undefeated season. No more, thanks to the Volunteers. Oh, Fuki done clapped them cheeks for him one time. Oh boy, done had him a hell of a game. He's a great wide hope of East Tennessee, son. That's right. That's right. Milk does the body good, man. Fulke was giving those dudes the business last night. I'm telling you, it was a heck of a game. I was proud of my boys. I bet on Arizona because I didn't want to bet with my heart, but, boy, I was never so glad to be so wrong. Man, who would do something like that? That's just crazy, right? Well, if you look at it this way, if Tennessee wins, I'm happy. If Arizona wins, well, I made money and I'm happy. So it's a win-win either way. I, I bet Arizona to cover. They did not cover, but I did bet for Arizona to cover. I thought Tennessee. Yeah. I, I would that way because it, it. I looked at it as man, this matchup looks bad for Tennessee on paper. Uh, I couldn't pick Arizona to flat out win because it's just hard for me to like emotionally do that. So I just picked Arizona to cover so I could still root for Tennessee to win. Um, but Arizona, like two different, two or three different times, had opportunities to. Cover. I mean, I, I, it was uh, minus two. I took 
Yeah, it was plus two Arizona I took. And a couple different times, man, if Arizona would have made it three late, I would have been able to yep. cover. But that's that's what I did. Well, last night, after the big victory, I indulged a little, and so I overslept this morning. There you and go. so I haven't got to listen to your first couple of hours here. And oh, so you suck. Don't let me don't let me get too far off track here. Okay. The, the the end of the day yesterday, y'all was talking about. Well, Ben mainly was talking about how he loves Sam Pittman and how he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, and how much better he is than Josh Happel. Have y'all have y'all talked about that any this morning? Nope, we already talked about it. Nothing else to be said. Hey, do you, oh, do you okay. Do again. Wake up, wake up my kids. I need to get up anyways. For real? Yeah, go ahead. Woo-Pixie! I'm going to say that ain't the first time you squealed like that, but anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was a good one, Buck Dad. Oh, man, that was a good one. Well, let me tell you where your theory's flawed here, Ben. Uh, Are you you saying this with your orange-colored glasses on or off? No, no, I'm looking from a totally different perspective because I'm a big Sam Pittman fan myself. I like like Sam Pittman and what he's done in Arkansas. I just don't think he was the best coach in the SEC this year. If not, it was Nick Saban. My pick was Heupel, and the reason why is because of strength of schedule. Mm. Now, he's got one less loss than <laughs> Sam Pittman, but played the number one strength of schedule in the country with one less loss in his first year with a depleted roster. Uh, my kids just came downstairs. Being oh, no. I'm, I might need to get off the phone for they hear something they should. You should see the look my little one is giving Ben when she came down the steps and peeked her head inside the door. She, she's hey, it's like, not every day they get to hear Uncle Ben come out of the closet. This is great. She, she's like, uh, is something wrong with you? She's giving that, is something wrong with you look? No, she's giving me the, what is wrong with you look? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Nothing. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, All right. well Bugnett, what what'd you say about Arkansas strength of schedule? I'm sorry. I, the the little ones were, were giving me the stare down. <laughs> I get that baby something to eat. She's hungry. <laughs> uh, about like Sam Pittman. She's starving, hey, I'm sure. Golly, man. We'll, we'll hook him up. But uh, anyway, what I was saying was Tennessee's strength of schedule was number one in the country, and he's got one less win than Sam Pittman with a completely depleted roster in year one, and Sam's in year two. And that's where I think Heupel done a better job this year. I I think you're splitting hairs talking about the schedule because both both teams plays played really, really challenging schedules. And Arkansas, coming into the season, was viewed as having the toughest schedule in the country. Now, after the season, I, I don't. I assume you're going off the ESPN metric. Is that the one that's saying Tennessee had the toughest schedule in, in, in the country? I've seen it on Twitter. I'm not sure which one it oh, was. Yeah. If, if Twitter said it, then no, nah, I'm messing with you. But I, I think you <laughs> I think you've really got to split hairs when it comes to the schedule because, obviously, Arkansas played in the West. Tennessee played in the East. And Tennessee played the best teams out of the West, too. I mean, Ole Miss and, and Alabama was the two best. And 
And Arkansas also played Georgia. And Tennessee did as well. Yeah. So, well, I'm saying they typically don't play Georgia. So, it, it's it's not like they, they drew Missouri and Vanderbilt. They, they play Missouri every year because that's their, their rivalry game. Um, True. But I'm, I'm won one more game, won all of his rivalry games, competed against Alabama better than Tennessee did. Like, I love Josh Heupel, but I thought Sam Pittman. Like, they both did an excellent – coaching job I, but Sam Pittman won a one more game against a, a just as tough of a schedule and a tougher division and played against Alabama better and Tennessee played another Heisman candidate yep. and uh Kenny Pickett who was out of con- and should have beat him had him on the ropes and uh just overthrow Joe couldn't get it down and I don't think that was on uh Heifel so much <laughs> as it was uh you know just the players not ex- no, I agree so, with you Okay, there. so we're splitting hairs. We're splitting hairs. Yeah. We're saying it's pretty dang close, right? Yes. Yep. So shouldn't Hypo get the, the, the nod since it's his first year and it's not year two? <laughs> well, what I was told earlier this week, that it's not based on how long you've been there. Well, like, like yesterday, Swain alluded it in- to it there at the end of the day. He said, are we going what he done this year or in the last two years? Right. Are you doing this year coach of the year? Or are you going to say, oh, he's been a coach. Do they give away two-year uh, coach of the year awards, or is it just coach of the year awards this year? Just coach of the year award this year. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Well, I was just wondering. Oh, well, boys, I'm going to get off here. But before I do, squeal for me one more time, Ben, before I got to go. Woo, pig, well, the youngest two are awake. Maybe, maybe you do it again. The oldest one will wake up. Well, the oldest one is like um, almost in uh, in high school, so uh, she may legit get mad at me. Yeah, she'll be all right. I, I don't want those problems. It's nine thirty. She need to get up anyway. <laughs> it's nine thirty. It's time to get up. Uh, I guess we'll take a break so I can um, <laughs> feed one of my kids. I'm hungry. Nothing. I heard you the first time. Okay, I get. Okay, okay. All right, I'm taking, I'm taking, a, I'm taking a break, and uh, we're gonna feed the middle one some food. Uh, okay, okay, I got you. All right, all right. Sweet event, fuel by Dad and Barbecue. Be right back. For a replay of each day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. Good morning, Swain Event crew. Fall is here, and according to the big box stores, it's Christmas time, too. This time of year is traditionally a busy one for the East Tennessee real estate market, and it will continue through the end of 2021 as well. Most people think the holidays aren't the right time to buy and sell. However, it is one of the best times to jump in the market. To find out more, just give me a call, Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, at 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865 
599-3799. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Hour 3 of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Let's go to the 
Irish Network's hotline. Go to the phones. Uh, appreciate you, Ben, man. You have been the best alarm clock because all my kids are up and my oldest one is not happy about it. She sounds real grumpy right now. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate it, man. She need to get up anyways. Let's go to well, the... F- let the record show. She's not grumpy with my squealing. She's grumpy with what, what you asked her to do. Oh, yeah, that's true. But no, she sounded grumpy before I asked her to do what I asked her to do. Fair enough. So. I'll take the blame there. <laughs> Let's go to the phone. <laughs> We've got a Volstorm and then C-Mac. Volstorm, good morning. That had to be the most unusual alarm clock I've ever heard. <laughs> Sounds like you could have used an alarm clock as well. Sound a little sleepy. Um, hey, hey, it's my day off. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Touche. Guys, I was wondering if you could help me out. Uh, old Stan Storm's got a list here, and uh wondering if y- y'all could help me go through this. Okay. Um, DR Vol has asked for a hard drive to save tweets. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, Big Orange Mac, I can't do that in this state. We would have to do that in Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> on a Wednesday, yep. Mm-hmm. On a w- uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Uh, fans of George Quarles already got that taken care of. <laughs> fans of the SC- anti-SEC movement, we took care of that last night. Yes. Um, Memphis fans want COVID tests and some other kind of tests. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> Um, Arizona fans need some, uh, red-ass salve. Um, wait a minute. That was before the game. <laughs> oh, man. You on the roll. Uh, uh, Ben, uh, I cannot go in and change your Wikipedia page to reflect you did, you were not from Alabama. Can't change that. <laughs> uh, Dave Tona, no, we are not giving you another vacation. Got <laughs> enough. Uh, Jennifer Morris is wanting a day off. Sorry, Jennifer. That'll have to wait till next year. That's right. Um, just a couple more here. Um, Austin Price, I cannot make your heart grow two sizes larger. <laughs> I just don't think it's possible. <laughs> oh, and Charlie Burris is wanting an Urban Dictionary. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he, he could use one. Wants or needs. Not- <laughs> oh guys i just wanted to call in wish y'all a merry christmas and uh says here that swain wanted uh a bottle of uh bottle of crown and new co-host we'll see what we can do about that for you <laughs> merry christmas see you boys hey thank you man thank you so much for the phone call uh dsg vol says um sound like my four-year-old son just Keep repeating it over and over and over. Yeah, last segment, my my seven-year-old let me know that she was hungry. She's ready to eat. Vaughn Birmingham says, uh, y'all should let her sit in with you the rest of the show and comment. She can be the new co-host. We'll do, we'll, uh, we'll do the last couple of minutes. We'll, we'll, we'll bring both of them in here when they get done, when they get done eating breakfast. Because, uh, as you heard before this segment, they was hungry. So, during the break. Hook them up with a little breakfast, a little quick breakfast, some oatmeal, instant oatmeal, which is their favorite. Um, downtown Vol says, forget coach of the year, who wins dad of the year. Got to be swaying after that segment. And that was, that was, that was funny. They know to be quiet during the show, but 
I brought them in and asked them a question, so they knew they had the green light. And they did not um, – was not shy about speaking. Uh, Kappa Man says, yo, I'm in town for the holidays. Went to dead end yesterday. Had the mac and cheese for the first time. Changed my life. I don't look at mama or my wife the same anymore. LOL. I know that's right. That mac and cheese is something else. Um, I was trying to duplicate it for Thanksgiving. I thought about doing it. I was like, nah, let me not even try it. Let me just let me just stick to what I know and leave the pimento mac and cheese to the experts at Daddy and Barbecue. Um, Joshua Virginia says, Merry Christmas, guys. Appreciate you as always. Thank you, Josh. Merry Christmas to you and your family. You two, Evils, good to meet you this year and your family a couple different times. Uh, man, just so great to, to see you and meet you. I think I saw Eva like three or four times this football season. Uh, Dead End Barbecue and then a couple times there, uh, the Big Orange Countdown at Gate 21. LC Vol says, uh, Ben, you have to check out this eighth grader that is starting at Buckhorn. He's going to be a good one. Go Bucks. Fear the deer. Have you heard about You heard about? Nope. the latest and greatest upgraded Ben McKee from Buckhorn High School? Uh, no. I have not. Downtown Vol says, uh, Merry Christmas, gentlemen. Best to, blessed to be able to have listened to, and I'm thankful you both do this every day. Thank you, Swain. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate you, Downtown Vol. Let's go to the phones, and let's get to C-Mac. C-Mac, good morning. What? What? Is that C-Mac? I'm sorry. It, it's clean Pepsi now. I oh, told you well, this last Friday. Oh. You so you're changing your name? Clean Pepsi. All right, clean Pepsi. Merry Christmas. Good morning. Thank you for calling. Welcome. <laughs> no, don't be nice to him because I answered the phone. I said, hello, Swain Event. He says, y'all are a bunch of bums, and I immediately put him on hold. So don't be nice to him. Okay. Yeah, I, I did. I did. I did uh, immediately say y'all are a bunch of bums. Wow. He is a natural born bum. You know, he's just a, a natural born bum. Well, Swain, what do we do? You were a bum this morning because you hey. getting hemmed up by a seven year old, all right, and you got the nerve to only make her instant oatmeal. If a couple days before Christmas, what are waffles? What are pancakes? What are French toast? You done yet? What are eggs? I'm waiting for him. What are bacon? Like, come on now. You need, to run, you need to run us some real breakfast. You better take an we ain't L. Here for no instant dirty we sprite. We ain't here for no. We ain't here for the instant instant oatmeal. Nobody likes Pepsi, anyways. Who likes Pepsi? I mean, it's it's the the worst soda there is, and I like I, I'm a soda king. Pepsi's disgusting. It's the worst soda out there. Is 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 see, man, Are you finished? Or are you done? Because you tell me, what am I supposed to make between a two or three minute break? For my kids for breakfast. Man, Swain. <clears throat> you, you're not going to be able to make anything in those two minutes. Exactly. But, but, but when you get your, your A-double-S uh, up super early in the morning, you know, before the show starts, you could have put something together. You could have been whipping it up in the kitchen. I could have, but I'm not going to make my kids get up at 6 in the morning during Christmas no, no, break no. to eat breakfast. No. All right, Swain, true or false? On the 25th, 
there's a great chance that their internal clock is going to wake them up at 5:25 a.m. Eastern time. There's a good chance that they'll be wake. Uh, they will wake before we wake them up. Um, but we, but they don't be thinking about breakfast when they wake up. They thinking about those presents. And those presents. Normally, we open presents, you know, first thing in the morning, and then we make um, croissant French toast. So we do croissant French toast. My oldest one whips up some some uh, whipping cream, and we put the strawberries and blueberries. That has been a tradition in our house for a couple of years now. So that's that's what we do on Christmas uh, morning. That's what's up, man. I, I've never I've never had croissant French toast. But that sounds really good. <laughs> I might I might have to, might yes. have to find out what it's that, fine. What it's, that fine. Like. it's fine. It's fine. That's what's up. I I honestly just wanted to take the time. Uh, all of the kidding aside, just a, a call and say Merry Christmas, not only just to, to you two, but to everybody listening. Um, we all, like, as Turkey Man said earlier, we all know the reason for this season. Uh, and I sincerely hope that everyone uh, can take just a, a small fraction of a moment to slow down uh, and uh, practice a little grace, not only to themselves, but to others during this time period. All right. And after you have that moment, you know, you can get back to calling the key a bum because he is a bum. Um, man, uh, what, what are we looking like for next week? Y'all, y'all taking vacay next week? We ain't going to have no show next week. I'm trying to, I'm trying to prep myself appropriately. Uh, we, we are taking tomorrow and obviously Christmas and looking at the calendar. Ben is, will be out. Several several days uh, next week, but um, New Year's obviously we will not be doing a show um, because <laughs> what what day is that? That's on a that's on a freaking Saturday. Um, but no, we 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 look pretty good. I mean, we look pretty wide open for next week. So, uh, Mister McKee is gonna miss some days, but you know, Monday the twenty seventh through the thirty first. And uh, New Year's New Year's Eve, what is it? Is that Friday? They ain't got nothing to do with mm-hmm. a seven a.m. show. So we're gonna be in this thing. Ben may not be here though. I told you. I'd well, you know, be here, or maybe not here, but oh yeah, 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 yeah. But you you're gonna be in a place where you won't be able to really do the show because the internet. It's a, it's a, it's a... No, that's Monday, Tuesday. Okay, okay. So we, we'll be here. We'll be here. Okay. Well, you know, looking forward to closing out the year and on a right note. I want to leave you uh, with uh, just one uh, last thing. If you do bring on uh, the little swains and they speak on on, on the show, you know that they're going to have more verbal airtime than Mrs. Swain did last year. Just saying. That's that's true. That's true. That's just she, saying. She won't have any this year at all. So uh, I'm going to bring them on here shortly. And uh, we'll get their take on Tennessee, Arizona, because we were watching the game last night. Uh, let's get to Rusty. Rusty, good morning. Thanks for the phone call, C-Mac, or Clean Pepsi, whatever your name is. Nasty Pepsi. I know, right? Rusty, good morning. Good morning, guys. Wanna, um, if it's okay, start out by saying Merry Christmas to both of you and to both your families. Happy holidays. Hope, hope everybody has a great time. Um. Merry Christmas to you and yours, my friend. Thank you, brother. Um, just want to make sure I get that in before Swain cuts me off for Dave Tolland to call it in. <laughs> He's not double-dipping today. <laughs> hey, so 
It's uh, it's six thirty p.m. Eastern last night, and I tell you guys, Kennedy Chandler's stat line is two of fourteen shooting. Uh, what's the result in the ball game? L, big L. How how bad a L? Double digits. Double digits. Yeah, right. Around twenty. Right. What what? Did you guys notice the the way Arizona was was defending when we played four out and? And they went, and we, we tried to run ball screen by bringing Fulky out and ball screen. Did y'all, did y'all notice what they were doing? What's that? The, their big wasn't coming with Fulky. He just, that big seven-footer just stayed under the basket. And they let Chandler have the free ball screen to where he could have went around and had a wide open three or taken, you know, four dribbles into the paint and had a, had a 10, 12-footer. But most teams hedge these days. Whenever you come with your center and, and ball screen, Teams are hedging with their with the guy who's guarding the screener. Arizona just left their guy in the paint and let Chandler basically have a wide open three off the ball screen anytime he wanted it off the bounce, or like I said, have that ten footer. Yeah, gotta make it um, first. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, is that is that is that something we're going to see more often, Ben? If Folky plays that way, I, I, I think it all depends on how Folky's playing. If, if Folky's no, good. I, I mean, are we going to see teams? Not hedge and just let Chandler have the open shots off the ball screen. Uh, I, I say we'll I say no. It. I think we see some. I think we see some more of it until Kennedy until Kennedy starts making shots because you would rather have you would rather protect the basket. And I felt like Arizona was sagging off. And, and Jimmy Dykes mentioned that you were at the game, Ben, so you didn't hear Jimmy. But Jimmy had had mentioned that a couple times um, that you know just falling off and, and protecting the rim. Mm-hmm. Kennedy's got to make that shot. Um, before teams play it differently. And yeah. he will. He will make those shots. I, I don't yeah. think it'll be one way the entire time. I think they'll mix it up on Kennedy because I think it would be silly to just give Kennedy that shot even when he's struggling because he is capable of knocking down that shot. He he shoots it well. He just hasn't been lately. So I, I think it would be kind of ludicrous to just completely give it to him all night long. I think they'll mix it up with him. Gotcha. I'm with you. I think so too, I, and, I, and I do. I do agree. He's gonna make. He's gonna have nights where he makes those shots way more than he, than he did last night. Last yes. night was an anomaly. Yes. Um, what What are we gonna average as a team at the end of the year free throw shooting? Last night we shot sixty six percent. I'm not sure where we're at on the year. What are we gonna? We got to shoot seventy five percent to to reach our potential. And, and get to where we want to get in the tournament or, or even in this SEC conference play, what are we going to shoot as a team from the free throw line average at, at the end of the year? Man, it needs to be higher than what it was. I mean, we went to the free throw line more last night than any other game, and that, that just that just shows you what we can do when we be aggressive and not passive. Uh, but, you know, we need to get to the free throw line, man. There's no way that a team uh, like Tennessee that can shoot the ball well from the outside and we go to the free throw line and shooting below seventy percent as a team, we we can't do that. We got to shoot better from the free throw line. That's something. That's something I noticed um, too. So yeah. I, it needs to improve. No, it needs it needs to improve, Rusty, and and uh, hopefully it does, man. Because SEC play, I think, is going to come down to those to those free throws. Uh, thank you so much for the phone call, my friend, and Merry Christmas to you and your family on the West Coast. But look, you know, Arizona fans, man. Ooh, ooh they thought they were going to come in and just get that easy, easy dub. And um, that was not the case at 
all, Ben. It was not the case at all. Salty Arizona fans on Twitter thought they were going to come in and, and, and roll up Tennessee, and uh, that, that was the opposite. It was just fun to see Arizona fans on Twitter being salty, saying they hate Tennessee, talking trash. But you can't talk trash to a Tennessee fan base and expect not to get that smoke in return. Tennessee never trailed in this basketball game. Tennessee laid the slap down in this basketball game. Tennessee had Arizona players urinating on the right side of their leg. They were so nervous, throwing the ball up into the second row. They didn't want that smoke, and John Fulkerson looked like Bill Walton out there. He was giving them the business. So, Arizona fans, sit on down, sit on down, sit on down. Best of luck rest of the season, but we appreciate that win to help us with our tournament resume. We really, really appreciate that. Thank you a lot. Did you know that over 100 million pieces of litter are on our beautiful Tennessee roadways at any given time? Did y'all know that? Also, did you know that 60% of water pollution is attributed to litter? Let's keep Tennessee beautiful. Join the No Buy Trashes Tennessee movement at NoBuyTrashesTennessee.com. We take great pride in our state. Let's take great pride when we have a choice to make about what we do with our trash. Don't throw it out of the window. Save it. Throw it away in the trash can once you fill up for gas or when you're cleaning your car out when you get to the house. Please. 28% of litter is classified as intentional, meaning that it's thrown right out of the vehicle window. So let's not do that. Let's make sure that we keep Tennessee beautiful. Join the movement. Nobody trashes Tennessee. NobodyTrashesTennessee.com is the website. Should I bring Should I bring the youngest ones in here, man? Get their take. Why not? I think you should. Are, are, are they going to be shy though? No. Well, maybe the youngest one would be. She'll pretend like she is. But the middle one, no. I the middle one. Oh yeah, the youngest one gets gets shy. She Which, pretends like she's shy. Yeah. But the middle one's like that's the middle one's the one was, that was saying that she was hungry. Yep. All right, let me see. Let me go get her. You you go get them. I'll take a look at the text box. While you do that, Daniel Vall says you guys have a very, very blessed Christmas. Jesus is alive and well. Amen, my friend. Uh, Vall fan says Arizona plays a drop-back defense against everyone. It had nothing to do with Chandler. Bradley asked Swain why Peyton has not offered an NIL deal with the restaurant he owns in Knoxville. We've got two minutes to go in the show, so... Hit us up with that question next week, Bradley, and, and we'll and we'll talk about that one. Kevin in Houston says Merry Christmas. Vaughn Birmingham wants to know more about your uh, croissant French toast. Do you make hand do you hand make fresh croissants? Uh no. No, no, no. I get the croissants from Sam's. So uh, get the croissant from Sam's and then just standard French toast mixture and then yeah, you make French toast like you normally would. It's really, really easy, but it is it is so good. It is so good. Um, girls? Hello. <laughs> would you like to tell everybody uh, Merry Christmas? Merry Christmas is not today, but this is the last show 
until happy early christmas there you go so you want to tell everybody happy happy early a merry happy early christmas huh are you shy do you see yourself (laughs) that is you you see yourself right that's you so tell everybody merry christmas <laughs> what did you guys think about the Arizona Tennessee game last night? Tennessee won. Happy? Happy. Very happy? No trash. Let's say uh, go Vols. Go Vols. Go Audrey. <laughs> All right, see y'all. Get out of here. So said go Audrey. <laughs> so goofy. <laughs> See, now the, the youngest one, as soon as she runs off, it's just jibber-jabbering. No, no. She said, she said, go Audrey. <laughs> she said, Her name. Audrey. She said, forget the Vols. That's about me. All right, y'all have a wonderful Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Uh, from the Swain event to your family, uh, we love you. Appreciate you. Merry Christmas for Ben McKee and Jason Swain. Our number three was brought to you by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. $155 for self-pay. At home testosterone uh, treatment, they will deliver right to you, or it's covered by most health insurance. So, lowtcenter.com, reinventing men's health care. For Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. See you back here on Monday. Peace and love. We are out. Swain event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue.